Well, welcome to the Get Fit with Jodell podcast. I am, as usual, Jodell, and this podcast is only for my high-performing individuals, which should be everyone, because who doesn't want to feel like a high-performance machine? But minerals are so vastly important for our healthy optimization. And so balancing your mineral levels, maximizing your ATP, your energy production, and eliminating pain and discomfort in your body all starts with ensuring proper mineral utilization. And to help us understand uh, the way minerals play such an important role in our body, I brought on someone who I consider a pretty cool expert on uh, minerals, including especially magnesium, which is Max Casa. So Max is a lifelong martial artist and a high-performance individual, a performance coach, a medicine man, and the founder of Max Vitality, a float therapy chamber and premium bath salt company out of Hawaii, one of my favorite places. But my favorite thing about Max is his expertise on the benefits of magnesium, which we're going to dive into today. So float therapy is one of the most effective ways I have found to get people's fight or flight response in their bodies and their minds to relax. And Max is going to help us discover what it is, what is float therapy and its benefits. So disconnecting from many of life's omnipresent stressors, including overstimulation from EMF, and blue light and radiation, and even the effects of gravity daily are thwarted inside the sensory deprived chamber while floating in magnesium rich water. And one of the most effective ways to recover from a tough workout, reset your nervous system, maybe you're going through some PTSD, you know, just connecting with your inner being, increasing your magnesium levels and optimizing your health overall because magnesium is so important for so many things. So I've said enough about that. I want to introduce to you Max Casa. Max, thanks for coming on. Pleasure to be here, Joel. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So on top of diving into float therapy and the abilities to optimize thousands of aspects of systemic health, we're going to take a deep dive into magnesium. And let's start with that, you know, the science behind transdermal magnesium. A lot of people are taking capsules, but I think you're going to enlighten us on the benefits of how it actually should come through our skin. So let's go there. Yeah, totally happy to. And yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there where so many people are popping, um, countless capsules a day of magnesium supplements. Um, but it's important to recognize, I mean, ideally with all these minerals that we're going to talk about today, um, really ideal is that we're getting these in from our food. Mm-hmm. So number one, whenever we're talking about these minerals, I'm a huge advocate of getting them from whole food sources to begin with. That's where we run into an issue where we start trying to top off our magnesium levels because so many, really the plants that are so-called high in magnesium mm-hmm. only have as much magnesium as the soils that they're grown in, mm. right? Which due to factory farming and acid rain and the different fertilizers that these plants are actually grown in, what we see is that if we accurately test the magnesium status of even these so-called magnesium-rich foods like um, collard greens and spinach and pumpkin seeds and all the rest of them, that they actually have a fraction of the amount they're actually advertised to have. Mm -hmm. So it's very important. I'm a huge advocate of hitting magnesium in particular from all angles, whether that's oral Mm -hmm. supplementation or transdermal soaks, um, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about and how effective those are, but whether it's topical sprays or soaks or even nebulizing magnesium um, floating is another tremendous way to do it. But yeah, I think... A lot of people run to oral supplementation, but it's definitely not the superior form. And a lot of the studies 
show that it takes nine to 12 months for oral magnesium to actually impact your red blood cell magnesium levels, any if at all, um, which is one of the most accurate magnesium tests that we have to date, RBC mag. Um, yeah, so I think overall, we have to kind of broaden the scope, not kind of naively believe we're getting enough from our food or the oral supplements. But I think it's important to start introducing other forms to really start topping off the mag levels. Absolutely. I love that you touched on food first always, but like you said, we can't get enough of our minerals in our food anymore. We live in this imperfect food system that's just not cutting it. So we do need to supplement. And with so many ways to supplement, we want to, like you said, hit them from all angles. Why not do it as many different ways as possible? But there are some benefits to doing it topically that are more absorbable than even taking it orally. Can you talk about maybe the topical benefits of versus oral yeah happy to um yeah so topical mag we have to keep in mind so there's a lot of really really fascinating research i'm constantly diving into the research on topical magnesium all different kinds of magnesium but with topical mag where there's a bunch of different ways to do it a lot of people probably heard of magnesium oil where it's mm -hmm. just magnesium dissolved in water which I was telling you before, I just popped out of the shower and I got a, a fat bottle of magnesium oil there that i spray on topically as soon as i'm out of the shower yeah. Um, ideally after a hot shower where your pores are more dilated, um, can soak up more magnesium, but it's interesting. A lot of people think it's being absorbed through the pores, but a lot of the research actually shows that it's being absorbed through the hair follicles of the skin, um, which is really interesting. So if someone at home is using something like the oil, just always make sure you're spraying it on, um, parts of your body that have a lot of hair. Um, you can even rub it into your hair. We got That's a nice... Right magnesium rich shampoo yeah. uh, I use daily. But um, another interesting one is the foot soaks, which I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into at some point. Um, and what's fascinating about the foot soaks, you have the largest pores in your entire body on the bottom of your feet and the nerve endings to every major organ in the body, which is, is why it's such a, the bottoms of your feet are such a critical um, part of Chinese medicine, for example. So yeah, when we put it on topically, um, our, our, our skin is a very absorbent organ and starts to absorb the ions of magnesium directly through the hair follicles of the skin. And it can get um, directly into the bloodstream and into the red blood cells instantaneously. We're talking a matter of minutes versus oral supplementation, which is taking nine to 12 months to do that same exact uh, physiological process. So yeah, transdermal is definitely super important. And the foot soaks are great. The magnesium oil, I'm sure we'll dive into a bunch including my favorite floating at some point. But uh, yeah, topical is definitely super important and um, rapidly effective. Yeah, and you know, the issue that a lot of people have with the oral is that it creates loose stools. And from what I've seen recommending topical for clients that have that kind of sensitive bowel issue, because magnesium pulls water into the bowels, is that with topical, they don't get that reaction. It's just being so utilized by the body that it doesn't have that stimulatory, like pull the water into the bowels and create this flushing mechanism like oral does. Have you seen that too? For sure. Yeah, definitely. And the interesting thing about when we're taking magnesium orally and it's subject to the digestive tract, a lot, I mean, only a small fraction, like magnesium oxide, for example, is only 4% absorbed um, through the intestines. So when it's subject to that process, a lot of it gets brought through to the bowels um, where we start seeing the loose stools and um, getting flushed out of the system. But with the topical magnesium, it's it's so much more incredibly bioavailable. 
Um, and then the cool thing about it too, is our skin actually has that natural fail safe mechanism where we're not just guessing and testing with oral magnesium pills. You know what I mean? Like you, you put it on your skin and your, your skin, your body's highly intelligent. It will soak up the magnesium ions as it pleases mm-hmm. and will kind of stop the absorption of the magnesium once it's, it's all topped off. So we don't have to guess and test. We can leverage that natural, um, mechanism which is through the skin and i feel it's a wise thing to do yeah absolutely and you know i've had people come to me go oh no i can't take magnesium because it gives me loose stools and i and they say well i don't i don't that means i must not need it right and i'm like no we have a burn rate of magnesium we go through magnesium every day depending on so many life processes how stressed you are how much your brain works you know if you're sitting behind a computer with tons of radiation you're losing a lot of magnesium so all of these things make us need uh, quite a bit of magnesium. I think we don't even give our bodies credit for how much magnesium they actually need. And so just the idea of like eliminating this oral form of, you know, magnesium citrate, for example, isn't an indication that somebody has enough, correct? It actually could mean that they just need a different avenue to get it into the system to be utilized. For sure. And there's so many different forms of magnesium. Um, Again, we have kinds like oxide and then uh, citrate, chloride, sulfate, or you can go down the line. So even if someone is supplementing one form of magnesium and maybe they are having loose stools with that, there are other modalities like the magnesium chloride that we have in our bath lakes, for example, is an ionic solution. So your body will soak it up as needed. Um, and really, we don't have to worry too much about the loose stools. Although I will add, if someone is having loose stools, um, that is, I mean, the, magnesium is a powerful mineral, you know, and maybe that is the purge their body needs, um, to help alleviate some of that stress that's going on in their, um, lower intestines. You know what I mean? So sometimes I you know people get all spooked with, uh, loose bowel movements and all that, but I mean, maybe that's eliminating weeks worth of junk that's been backed up in your system. Yeah, I like your perspective on that. You know, sometimes the little pimple coming out of your skin or the flushing mechanism that's happening in your body, that doesn't necessarily mean the product's not right for you. It could actually mean you're getting rid of some stuff that your body's been wanting to get rid of. So, and now it has the proper mineral balance to do it. So that's a really nice uh, point to touch on there. Now, as far as like something like taking a drinkable form of magnesium. So there's the oral form of just capsules, but people also take like, you know, the popular little calm drink out there. That's like a magnesium powder. How is that different from taking a capsule? Is it, does the sublingual become more absorbable than just, you know, digesting a capsule? There are definitely forms of sublingual magnesium that can be taken, but something like you're referring to, where it's like the calm magnesium powder. Yeah. Really, you can think of that similar to an oral magnesium capsule in that regard. Um, it's just really in powder form, <laughs> usually similar, similar forms of the magnesium. There are liquid forms of magnesium. I don't know if you're familiar with magnesium bicarbonate, yeah. for example. Um, one of my favorite kinds. Magnesium bicarbonate's great. It's because I'm sure we'll dive into what magnesium has three powerful cofactors. And these cofactors are essential for the absorption and uh, absorption of the magnesium into the cells and how long our body can actually keep the magnesium in the cells. So one of the three cofactors for magnesium is actually bicarbonate. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's sodium bicarbonate, potassium bicarbonate, or magnesium bicarbonate, as long as there's that bicarbonate aspect 
with your magnesium, um, it's going to skyrocket how much magnesium is actually making it deep into the cells and mitochondria of your body. Um, yeah. So the, the oral magnesium bicarbonate is really cool. I don't know if you talk about that at all on here, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that's really great. So we're 55% bioavailable versus something like one of those oral capsules like magnesium oxide, where it's only 4% absorbed. Um, so you have a lot, a lot of great benefits with that. Yeah. Well, and so I want to jump into the benefits in just a second, but what about the, what about the symptoms related to low magnesium? Like what have you seen be some of the major symptoms being someone who works with athletes and stuff like that? Yeah, it's what we see is a lot of the symptoms that we're seeing so omnipresent in society today, you know, it's whether like it's everything check off the list, right? Yeah, for real. whether it's whether it's anxiety or um, insomnia or stress or um, fatigue or muscle cramps or weakness or whatever it is. Um, e even we can go down the line, even symptoms that aren't normally classified as magnesium deficiency symptoms, mm -hmm. things like eczema, things like asthma, things like Alzheimer's, heart palpitations. Um, a lot of times when you get to the real root of uh, what's underlying these health conditions, you oftentimes see an imbalance of these minerals, in particular, a huge deficiency in the magnesium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so commonplace. I mean, everything like you just mentioned, also insomnia and constipation, everything that everybody's dealing with to the point where I wish I could put on my voicemail like, you'll eat only animal-based and earth-based foods that come from the earth and take <laughs> magnesium and then call me if nothing changes because yes. those things alone can be so powerful but everybody i recommend magnesium for every client so i always want to make sure they're on an adequate magnesium so as far as like the benefits of taking it what have you personally felt like do, what do you notice if you don't get your magnesium in and what do you notice if you do yeah great question um I feel for me, and it was something that obviously these past many years I've been like on on top of the magnesium. Um, with that said, I can tell even throughout the day if my magnesium stores are starting to uh, get a little bit depleted. And I start noticing that um, maybe after whatever it is, even just say, for example, something like this, maybe at the end I start feeling a little overstimulated, um, a little off my baseline per se, which is many things, but at the root of that, the magnesium, once I do top that off and I go downstairs and I take a rip of my magnesium bicarbonate, for example, um, I can, I can kind of eliminate and let go of a lot of that extra stress and tension that, um, my body's been holding on to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not just like a physical relaxation where my muscles start to relax and my capillaries vasodilate, which we talk about, um, but it's also like this huge mental shift as well, where all these stressors in our day-to-day -day life are kind of getting mitigated because my body now has that mineral to bind to those calming neuroreceptors where it can actually mitigate the stress that we're facing in from the external world. Um, so yeah, so a lot more peaceful for one, um, a lot less stressed for two, and just a lot more relaxed overall. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Because you can tell you have a calm demeanor, so you must be taking your magnesium. <laughs> and then for myself as a stand-up paddler, like I will get toe cramps. That's how my indication is. Like, oops, I got to stop and take a drink and get some magnesium in because my mm -hmm. my feet will cramp on my board. I don't get like 
Charlie horses or anything, but just my toes and my feet will remind me that I don't have enough magnesium. And then of course sleep. Like if I lay down in bed at night and I'm tossing and turning, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go drink some magnesium. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it mm -hmm. makes such a difference. Then you're out in like 10 minutes. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Are, are you mostly paddleboarding freshwater, saltwater? Both. Yeah, I do both just depending on where I am. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's a good question to lead into though is like when you're in salt water can we get a little bit of magnesium from being in the ocean because I always feel like I get less cramps when I'm in the ocean versus when I'm in fresh water for sure again it was just going back to that that transdermal topical magnesium and what we see is the oceans so this would be one of the major ways that our ancestors would have been soaking up their magnesium is actually going into these mineral soaks of the oceans or whatever it is yeah. but um yeah, so there's a, a certain ratio that we see in the world's oceans of Epsom salt, so magnesium sulfate, mm -hmm. and magnesium chloride. And usually what we see is like an eight to one ratio, magnesium sulfate to magnesium chloride in a lot of the world's oceans, um, which is interesting. But yeah, both of those are super well absorbed topically through the skin, which is great. So when you're paddleboarding there, you're uh, you're definitely soaking up a lot of magnesium and a lot of trace minerals through through the ocean as well. Yeah, it makes sense because I just feel better in the ocean and I feel like it's such a mineral rich water that that's what really what that feel good benefit is coming from. And you're more grounded. I mean, the, the minerals make everything more grounding. So in today's world, dealing with all these EMFs and radiation and 5G and Wi-Fi everywhere you go, I mean, it's it stands to reason that the more mineral rich our bodies would be, the more we'd be able to withstand some of the effects of those. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah, that's really people ask about emfs and all these different stressors but really the number one defense to any of these things whether it's emfs or any of the stressors heavy metals another big one our number one defense to these things is stocking up and uh loading up on mounds of magnesium <laughs> you know what i mean so as yes. long as we have that that's our body's main defense against these stressors especially emfs yeah, sure. I don't doubt it for a minute because you always feel better when you do. Like you said, you can feel when you're coming off baseline and you're just like, man, why do I feel kind of anxious? Why do I feel kind of nervous inside or like that wired but tired feeling? Mm -hmm. And then a little bit of magnesium makes it all makes the world a better place to be. Maybe the world would get better if we would just make force everyone to take magnesium. So. I'm in on it. Magnesium <laughs> bicarbonate in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what got you into this line of like, salts like these vitality salts what got you into this yeah so i mean I've, I've been a lifelong martial artist um since the age of four my parents actually got me into martial arts which is such a blessing um but yeah really i mean originally they got me into the martial arts because i was born with a degenerative neuromuscular disease called charcot marie tooth wow or cmt mm -hmm. and they're on the search. They were on the hunt for something that would help with like my muscle, like my balance, my muscle strength and coordination and all that stuff. So fortunately it was the martial arts. It's a good pick. And uh, I mean, I love it and I've stuck with it for the past 20 years. I mean, I train daily still. Um, one, of, one of my spirit's greatest joys is getting out of the mats and, and moving and flowing like that. But uh, really just as I go, got older and started teaching and competing in the martial arts more. I was constantly looking for ways to optimize my mind and body, much like yourself. And I mean, I tried everything from like more high-end Western world technologies um, to shamanic Amazonian brews and Eastern medicines and just about everything in between. But 
one day after training, I ended up going down to the float center in town and having my first float session and how I felt. I had like three, three of my first four or five float sessions were just extremely profound. Um, and I had never felt so relaxed, so peaceful. I was training a ton at the time. So I was noticing a lot of, um, I was having like a lot of muscle pain, a lot of tension, and I was able to let a lot of that go and um, really just develop a more intimate connection with my inner being was a major one. But it was really one of the first forms of therapy for me that linked together the physical recovery, the physical and mental recovery with the spiritual aspect as well. Mm -hmm. So I started floating more and more and diving into the research on what was actually happening clinically. Um physically, mentally, and spiritually inside one of these chambers, and then ended up becoming so inspired. We actually started at my company, Max Vitality, where we now customize and install float therapy chambers all over the globe and have our uh, mineral-rich bath salts and other products on the way. So yeah, it's been it's been a cool journey, but I think martial arts is really at the, at the root of that. It kick-started a lot of it, you know? Yeah, no, it's awesome. Especially the the salts themselves. Like when you look at the ingredients online, so it's like magnesium chloride flakes, potassium bicarbonate, sodium borate, sodium ascorbate, and then high vibes. Like they even put high vibes in it. You know, like <laughs> it's awesome because the, it's such a good blend of these minerals. Like you said, we really need potassium alongside magnesium. So can you talk about that? For sure. Yeah. A lot of people, like, again, I'm, I'm up here harping both of us about magnesium, uh, up in it, up in it, up in it. I think that's as far as a lot of people get in the health world. You know, in my experience, a lot of people, they start hearing about the magnesium, they start down in their magnesium, but somewhere in that process, a lot of people lose, um, priority. They stop prioritizing their other minerals as well. And they don't recognize, Hey, if my magnesium is sky high, there's other minerals that are in teeter-totter with this magnesium that are getting zapped or dysregulated or causing other diseases that we may see. So potassium is definitely one of those. Calcium is a primary one. Potassium is a primary one. And sodium is a primary one um, that we see as antagonists or synergistic with magnesium. So um, potassium, for example works in synergy with magnesium. So it's really important. If we want the magnesium to get deeply into our cells, we have to be, it, again, it's, um, we want to be matching how much potassium we're getting into our body as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if, do you ever talk about adrenal cocktails or adrenal elixirs at all? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. yes. Very nice. Um, yeah, so the adrenal cocktails that you talk about are a great way to get, these other minerals that are in synergy with the magnesium into the body as well, so that things like our adrenals and our thyroid and other organs can actually function properly. Because um, again, it's not just magnesium we have to be hammering home. Something like potassium is equally as important. And we don't want to be hammering the magnesium and forgetting about the potassium because it can lead to a lot of different issues as well. Yeah. No, I love this because there's, you know, I read HTMAs, like the hair mineral analysis, and the sodium to potassium ratio is is what they call the vitality um, ratio of like if you're living or dying, basically, like how mm -hmm. vital you are. 
And so you really have to have those minerals intact in order to have good adrenal function, just like you're saying. I mean, it's a, it's a marker for how you're well your adrenals and how well your life overall is doing. So when you get this hair mineral test done and it comes back, your sodium potassium is low, then you're like, I have low vitality. That's not good, right? You don't want to be closer to death than you should be. So <laughs> <laughs> Not ideal. So, yeah. Not but ideal. what you've put together, it's so interesting that you named them vitality salts because that's exactly what they're doing for sure 100 and that's why so in the salts for example you'll you'll see as you you just listed out one of the ingredients is magnesium chloride which mm -hmm. i'm sure we can dive into why we picked that over something like epsom salts mm -hmm. but all in all magnesium chloride has 230 percent more magnesium by volume than epsom salts right. so if anyone at home they're, they're currently taking epsom salt baths for something like any of the symptoms that we talked about whether it's muscle cramps or anxiety or recovery or sleeping better at night or whatever it is a simple upgrade they can do is just at least swapping that epsom salt to magnesium chloride because of how much magnesium it has inside again over two and a half times as much um and then the second main ingredient there like you said is the potassium bicarbonate yes you are soaking up the potassium transdermally as well but the part that i'm even more fixated on with that ingredient is the bicarbonate aspect mm -hmm because that's really going to help facilitate both of those minerals getting into the cells more effectively, especially the magnesium. Because again, that's one of the three cofactors for magnesium that we talk about. And then the other main cofactor for magnesium that can be absorbed transdermally as well is the boron, which mm -hmm. you, you listed there as a sodium borate. Um, and the boron actually helps our, our body and our cells hold on to that magnesium longer. Um, and it does this in a bunch of different ways, but one of the main ones is um, it's one of the most powerful antioxidants on earth. So it levels, it lowers the levels of oxidative stress in the body dramatically. So our body can hold on to the magnesium for a longer period of time. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, like you said, it's a, it's a pretty powerful blend there. And whether it's magnesium oil spray, when you get out of the shower or foot soaks or making a shampoo or nebulizing it or making a topical magnesium alcohol i don't know if you ever messed around with that wow. messed around with that at all no not at all yeah it's called uh really like magahol or magnesium alcohol yeah so similarly you could take something like those salts you could mix it in um like a spray bottle and you just do half salt flakes mm -hmm. and you could do the other half water and if you did that to spray on topically it would be called magnesium oil right and if you did half magnesium flakes and half Everclear or Everclear alcohol or even vodka. Um, and then you spray it on topically. That's a cool little trick too, because it helps get the magnesium deeper into the cells and into the bone when it's mixed with the the alcohol, which is interesting. Oh, I'm totally doing that. Like, that's so it's, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a power blend right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, I want to go back to, um, I do want to ask a question about this magnesium bicarbonate drink that everybody's drinking. But also, I wanted mm -hmm. to touch on the fact that you mentioned the difference between Epsom salts, because Epsom salts, it seems to me, you have to use quite a bit of them. So I'm assuming with the Vitality salts, you would use less because you said there was more magnesium that was kind of bioavailable that way. But mm -hmm. also... Um, it's more, it's actually the same amount, I, from my understanding, is putting a foot soak. If you couldn't take a full bath and use tons and tons of the salt, you can actually get the same benefit from just soaking your feet in a little bit of water with the salts, yeah? For sure, for sure. And like we said, on the bottom of our feet, it's super interesting because we have the largest pores in the entire body. 
and all the nerve endings like we talked about, right? So what's cool about transdermal magnesium absorption is all the studies show that we have to be focused on a few things. One, the duration of the soak. Mm -hmm. So the magnesium isn't, so say whatever, you put Epsom salt or magnesium chloride in your bath. If we want to maximize how much magnesium you're actually soaking up during that soak, it would be in a warm solution. So ideally over 90 degrees, Mm -hmm. it would be extremely concentrated or at least have a high concentration. (laughs) Um, Again, something like a float tank has is extremely concentrated, but we can at least um, get our bath pretty concentrated, you know, and then how long we're actually staying in there in the duration. What we see is magnesium ions start to really pass through the hair follicles and directly into the bloodstream around the 20 minute mark. Um, so I always recommend, again, a hot solution, getting it as concentrated as you can, staying in there for at least 20 minutes. That's where you talk about the foot soaks, where it's great, maybe a lot more difficult to get a bathtub extremely concentrated, <laughs> but uh, it's a lot easier if we kind of minimize how much water we're using in something like a foot soak. We only have a few inches really. Mm-hmm. And then even just a couple tablespoons of something like the Vitality Salts in there. Really? I got a couple tablespoons gets it concentrated enough so that it, it gets sucked right into the bloodstream of the body. That's so much more cost effective, you know, than like four pounds of Epsom salts in your bath or something like that. So, and then, okay, here's the question. So you were talking about this magnesium and alcohol, this Everclear. Can I just do that as a foot soak? Can I just put the flakes and the, and the Everclear in my foot soak since it goes deeper in? That is a very interesting question. Uh, (laughs) I like your style. (laughs) Always uh, outside the box. (laughs) Yeah, no, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't messed around with it much on the bottoms of the feet. Um, Yeah, but I'm interested. I'll do some more research, especially like, I'd be curious what Chinese medicine has to say about the the alcohol on the bottom of the feet, especially. Um, But yeah, I know the, I I know the magnesium aspect safe. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you might, you might be feeling some, um, consciousness altering effects from the alcohol <laughs> if you're soaking it in, i don't know have to say 21 plus right that's right plus. okay so with your vitality salts i've been doing the kind of the similar recipe of making uh, magnesium bicarbonate with like the sparkly water and stuff like that do you is this a type of salt we could do that with and make the so the magnesium bicarbonate absolutely i mean okay. in, in all honesty we're not supposed to recommend it for for oral use but uh but uh what i can, can say you is can talk that, in terms that, of how i like if you're going to do it then then this is how you should do it yeah just me just talking yeah. to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure uh yeah no there's there's many clients that do do it and okay. um they have great benefits but yeah like you said the sparkling water is definitely the way to do that there um okay. and really not that it matters too much it can just be straight filtered water again okay. I'm, a, I'm a huge advocate of reverse osmosis filtered water um, but yeah, you can, a lot of people remineralize it with, um, whether it's a teaspoon or so with the salts, um, to get their dose of elemental magnesium. An interesting one too is, which you may find interesting is I'm big on oil poles as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll actually take a teaspoon of that salts and mix it with a little bit of coconut oil or sesame seed oil. And use as a mouth gargle and a mouth switch as well. And that way you're getting a magnesium oil pull. Um, and that, like you had talked about earlier, the sublingual magnesium, that's a great way to get that in. Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah, back to your question. It really doesn't matter much whether it's sparkling water or filtered water. A teaspoon of that stuff, swirling it up and taking your dose of oral magnesium. Magnesium chloride is one of the most effective um, and, and bioavailable forms of magnesium. So if you're comparing that to magnesium oxide or um, so many different kinds of magnesium capsules that are out there, the magnesium chloride is way more effective. It's up there near as effective as the magnesium bicarbonate, which I know you're also taking. Yeah. Well, there's so many um, forms of magnesium drinks like we were talking about earlier. And I'm, I'm very athletic. I'm, I'm in the gym doing resistance training and paddleboarding. And so I need a lot of electrolytes. I need a lot of minerals to keep me going. And this has been so great. Cause like I showed you earlier, I'm down to this much from a full bag and I've had this for what, like four or five months. And so like, I'm not spending a fortune like on all these different electrolyte drink mixes. I'm using, like you said, like a half a teaspoon when I make it at a time mm -hmm. or I just grab a little pinch of it and put it in there, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's all it takes. So it, it's such a good investment too, cause it lasts forever. And there's so much you can do with it too, which we're going to get into all the different ways. Like we already talked about, I mean, we've already given people like 10 ways to use it probably <laughs> but <laughs> I, know, right? I actually is... like mixing it with the sparkly water too or like a mineral water like a mountain valley sparkling water with some minerals already in it I just like to add that in there because you can really feel like it's doing more for your body than any of the electrolyte drinks out there so for sure no and I'm, I'm glad that's been your experience as well and yeah a big part of that can be tied back one the magnesium chloride in its pure form but also stacking that with the other cofactors right so you your body's actually soaking up that magnesium and able to hold on to it and yeah. utilize it properly so i mean that mix right there whether it's oral whether it's transdermal um or other <laughs> as we talked about um yeah it's it's a power blend and now going back to the source like talk to me about the now, correct me if I say this wrong. I always call it the Zextine source. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say it? It's that where you source the magnesium from. That's, that's really important, right? For sure. Yeah, because like we see so much of the Epsom salt and magnesium chloride um, in the world is heavily contaminated with one heavy metals. And this isn't unique to those two salts. It, it's across the board of so many different kinds of salts, but uh, whether it's table salts, et cetera. But heavy metals, especially mercury, is a big one um, with mag chloride in particular. So yeah, sometimes soaking in, um, as you said, magnesium chloride that's not from that source <laughs> can do more harm than good for that reason. So, I mean, when we were doing our analysis, we we're looking at all the different analysis of the different magnesium chlorides and making sure we we're picking the purest form. And that's the one it is. It comes from a mine that's over a mile beneath the earth's crust and it's totally untouched. Um, so it's not tainted with pollution and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so they pull it up and get the flakes straight and we blend it with the different cofactors. And as you said, I know we talked about when we were off air a little bit about the different, um, the different frequencies we actually infuse into our salt blend, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, the different infraceuticals, which we can touch on at some point too. Go but, ahead, um, like go for it. Like I want people to know what is an infoceutical? What are you doing there? Yeah, for sure. So basically we got a little blue magical device like this. And I know I showed you before, but inside of it, you got a bunch of different crystals and you got a bunch of different herbs and all fun stuff like that. And then you just take the other end of it and you plug it right into your phone. And on your phone, you there's an app on your phone where it has a database where now... A lot of researchers have been able to um, measure the frequency of 
really just about every supplement and every emotion and every herb on planet earth, um, every food, every medicine. So what they do is they have these frequencies in a database on your phone. You just go to the app. So say at the beginning of the day, um, I select maybe something like the um, Shilajit frequency, for example. And I'll select Shilajit and I'll select magnesium chloride and I'll select potassium and all the good stuff. Um, I throw some creatine or BPC in there, whatever it is, but I'll select all of my favorite supplements and medicines, whatever I need for that day and select them. And then I hit play and I put this thing under my water, my glass water bottle. And it basically it's going to use, it's going to start infusing the energetic imprint of those frequencies of those medicines directly into the water. Um, people may ask how it does that. And really there's three known ways that we can transmit information. And we can do that through lasers or light. We can transmit information through sound or sound waves. Mm -hmm. And we can transmit information through electromagnetic frequencies. Mm -hmm. So if you look at a device like this, it actually has an electromagnetic field around it. And using those three forms of information, um, yeah, it will effectively infuse the water with the shilajit, with the creatine, with the BPC, the magnesium, etc. So when I drink that water, that water has the exact energetic essence of all of those medicines. Um, yeah, so it's it's a, I know it's kind of far out, but it's a, it's a fun way to save a little money and. Um, it really works. I know, I know some that like I actually bring this to like a holiday party or something like that. I mean, I, I always have it with me. As you can see, it's right here on my desk now, but <laughs> uh, I'll bring it to like a holiday party or something and everyone's whatever. Maybe there some people choose to indulge in wine or something like that, beer that I can literally, if I wanted to just select the wine frequency on my phone and it will infuse the water with the energetic essence of wine. So much so that if you actually drink the water, it has the same biological effect on your being or very similar effect as um, a small dose of, of wine. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, I mean, it's not far out. I mean, everything has frequency, whether, you know, anything on the planet is going to have some sort of frequency. So infusing it to me, isn't that far out. Like you can infuse mm -hmm. a frequency of putting like when they made sun tea and we used to put sun tea on our back porch and you'd infuse it yeah you'd get it warm from the sun but there was also frequencies from the sun that would that hit the tea so i mean you can set your water outside and infuse it solarly too so 100 percent. Yeah, yeah we're huge in that um and i don't want to don't want to go go anywhere you don't want to take it but um like talk about vitamin d for example and it's my, my research shows that and again, this is one that may be alternative mainstream health. Um, but the oral vitamin D capsules, I'm not not a huge fan of <laughs> for many reasons. I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah. But um, but I'm definitely, like you just said, whether it's sun tea or one of, again, my favorite way to get natural and full spectrum vitamin D, other than being out in direct sunlight myself, but somewhere like, like again, it's maybe 20 degrees outside just north of Boston right now. <laughs> so it might not be as as um as pleasurable. But what, what we can do is if you have any food that's dry, so for example, um 
like after I soak my almonds um, through, and I leave them out to dry, I'll leave them out in the sun between 11.30 a.m. and 12.30 in the afternoon where the UV index is the highest. All it takes is 20 minutes of sunlight exposure on the food and it'll actually activate the vitamin D inside that food so we can consume it and get, again, fresh and full spectrum and natural vitamin D um, directly into our body and far more than we'll need for the whole week off of one meal um, versus some synthetic rat poison capsule. (laughs) That's awesome. Like I haven't heard people doing that, and especially up north when, I mean, you guys have very little light up there this time of year. So that's such a cool idea. I think that you know, just going earth-based in general, when you're eating foods that are grown in the sun and animals that were raised in the sun, you're going to get the benefits of vitamin D, but you got to eat those foods and not like the bag of Cheetos that never saw the light of day other than a factory, you know? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so tell me about this nebulizing. Cause that's another way I have never done magnesium. And I'm now I'm curious cause I have a nebulizer, which I use a lot of other yeah. things in. So very nice. Yes. You're right. You're already ahead of most people with the nebulizer, yeah. which is great. What, what do you typically nebulize? Well, curiosity? all during the pandemic of sorts, um, I did um, iodine, povidone iodine. And then um, I also did colloidal silver sometimes. Sometimes I did essential oils in with it, like rosemary or grapefruit oil. Um, and then mm-hmm. if anybody was had to quarantine in my home for any given length of time, we did like a food grade hydrogen peroxide uh, nebulizer too, just to, you know, kill anything in the nose. So that was- Love that. We did. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I love that with the hydrogen peroxide. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a, it's a big part of like our, our oral care routine here too. I have a little seven-year-old. I don't know if, uh, if you knew that, but we have a little seven-year-old daughter now. I have an eight-year-old. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Very nice. We need to have a play date now. <laughs> Maybe uh, zip down to Florida. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd be good fun. But um, yeah, it's a big part of like our oral health routine as well. Um, some people may know like my, my oral health and dental health routine is a little bit different than most yeah, big piece of it is, like we said, the salt gargles, the magnesium oil pulls, and actually swishing or gargling a mixture of the hydrogen peroxide as well is uh, it's really powerful, whether it's with a water pick or just swishing it around. Um, there's a great way to kill a lot of the bacteria that's actually behind the gums and under the gums as well. Yeah, so I, I love the hydrogen peroxide. But to answer your question about the nebulizing, yeah, we just take the nebulizer. And I learned this from Dr. Dr. Circus, I don't know if you're familiar with his work at all, but uh, he has a lot of patients that come down to his his clinic for like severe cases of asthma, for example. Um, and that's when he started messing around with it. But he would take a ratio of magnesium chloride to water and just dissolve it. Usually it's like a, I think it's a half teaspoon in a hundred milliliters of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll post a, a link to it in the show notes so we don't uh, overdose or underdose anyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's about a half teaspoon, a hundred milliliters of water and you just dissolve it. And you take a little bit of that solution, put it in the nebulizer and nebulize it. And that's again, really one of the most effective way to get magnesium directly into the the tissue that may be suffering. So in a case of someone with asthma, for example, um, which is usually an overcalcification disorder where magnesium can come in and um, help neutralize that, we can get the magnesium directly into the respiratory tract, directly into the tissues of the lung, 
um, and start relaxing the lung immediately. So it's a really powerful medicine there and a big part of our protocol as well. That's fantastic because I've been in salt booths and you can really stimulate like to clear out the lungs when you sit in a salt booth for like 15 minutes. And so that makes so much sense that you would nebulize and have those vitality salts coming in and kind of have the same effect without actually having to be in like a salt booth. For sure. Yeah. And it's interesting because the salt booths and the salt caves are great. Um, but a lot of people don't recognize, no, we didn't touch on floating much yet, but that's one of my favorite things about floating is you're in a float tank and you're, we talk about hitting magnesium from all sides and I, I can break down what, what floating is if, if, uh, if that helps yeah, for anyone at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but really floating involves getting in a big, really so floating or sensory deprivation, it's all names for the same thing, but, um, it's a powerful healing modality that's totally taken the West coast in Europe by storm the past 10 to 20 years. And, Really, it involves getting in a big, usually a big egg-shaped hot tub type tank, um, usually about the size of a small car. And sometimes it has a lid over it, sometimes not. But inside that tank is one of the most powerful healing environments on the face of planet Earth, in my opinion. Because what we see is inside that tank, there's 10 inches of water. It's not much water, you know, less water than you see in a bathtub for sure. And... But these 10 inches of water are super saturated with over a thousand pounds of therapeutic grade magnesium salts mm-hmm. and most commonly Epsom salts. But um, we, we've been exploring with filling with magnesium chloride and mixing the different cofactors in our tanks as well, which is interesting. But this creates an extremely buoyant saltwater solution, right? So, so buoyant, I could literally take a bowling ball, put it in the water and it would easily float to the top like a cork. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a little different than the ocean or normal bath. <laughs> but um, it and obviously there's so many therapeutic benefits of the magnesium being absorbed through the skin there, but it isn't even just the 1,000 pounds of magnesium salts that makes the environment so unique because inside that tank, it's actually totally void of all external sensory inputs altogether, meaning that inside the tank there's no light and actually in a well calibrated float environment not even a single photon of light is entered the user's experience at all there's no sound because the tank itself sound resistant the user's also wearing earplugs mm-hmm. there's no smells there's no taste there's no movement no speech and not even a sensation of touch because the saltwater solution and the air inside the chamber is precisely heated and kept at a constant 94.5 degrees Fahrenheit. And what's so interesting about 94.5, it's the exact same temperature as the external layer of your skin or your epidermis. Okay. Um, so usually what happens then 15, 20 minutes of entering the float tank is the user's brain actually loses sensation of where their body ends and where the water begins, um, which can, can lead to profound spiritual and oftentimes life-changing experiences inside the tank as well. But really, floating is a powerful tool, and it's as simple as just open up the lid and getting in, lying back, and floating in the silent darkness. 
that was exactly the experience. I've only done it one time in um, the, the Midwest. There was a place that had a float therapy tank and I decided to go into it with a couple of my girlfriends. Now they have high adrenal stress and they actually didn't like it because they got done and they were like, um, I, I'm so tired now. Why am I so tired? And I'm like, that's called relax. Like people get so addicted to adrenaline and cortisol that they actually didn't like the feeling of being a normal, relaxed human. I came out of it and I was like, I have to figure out how to get a float tank in my camper. I live in a camper. So I get a float tank in a camper. But that's why I come to the ocean a lot too, is because the ocean gives me that same sensation. I can go out there and float obviously not as much as what you're talking in the pod. So, I mean, the, what you're, what you're talking about is phenomenal. And I had that transformational sensation of laying there in the water and going, I don't know where my body ends and where it begins right now, because it just feels like I'm this puddle of goo <laughs> in the bath. And you you just, every muscle of your body relaxes. And that's hard for somebody who's a, you know, a high performance person to do because we tend to just, you know, burn the candle and go, go, go. And we love to move and we love to be outside and we love to, you know, do all the things. And so mm -hmm. we are the people. And just like my friends that went with me, they are the individuals that need it the most. If you're having adrenal issues or if you're running on cortisol and adrenaline, we're the ones that need it the most. hundred percent. Yeah. Super well said. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I think for so many people, like you said, high performers, athletes, whatever it is, high performers in any area of life, hard charging people. Um, it's very important to prioritize balancing the working out with the working in. And I feel that that yin yang is um, oftentimes overlooked with um, a lot of hard charging athletes. You know what I mean? And I know for me, once I did start balancing that working out, I was again until age 17, I was so go, go, go working out and barely even made time to stretch or breathe, <laughs> you know, but once I started really balancing that and being conscious of that balance between working out with working in of whatever variety it is, whether it's yoga, whether it's stretching or breath work or a foot soak, a bath, a float, whatever it is, even um, paddling, but not going a hundred percent, you know, um, be more mindful with it is a, is a powerful thing. And that's where I started seeing both of them. My, my ability to do both of them really started to increase exponentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Minerals really help your body handle stress better, but you also have to minimize the stress too, because you can't just keep like fueling the circle with more and more stress and then needing more and more minerals, you know? So that's where the float I think is brilliant because you don't do anything. You're not on a device. You're not talking to people. You're not listening to things. You're just being. And I think we need more of that. I think, you know, a lot of times I'll recommend to my clients, I want you to not do like undo, like just don't do, like don't do anything. I want you to lay outside on a blanket and watch the clouds go by, not on a device, not listening to a podcast, not, you know, talking to somebody or babysitting your kid at the same time. This is just for you to like kind of calm down or get that sensory deprivation like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So that's so yeah. big. Not, I love that you're doing that because a lot of people don't recognize two of the largest stressors to our nervous system are the fact that we are, we are constantly having to battle and process really process over 10 million bits of external sensory information yeah. every single second of the day mm -hmm. 10 million bits we're getting hit with right and 
when you stack that with the fact that our nervous with this the second largest stressor to our nervous system, the fact that our nervous system is constantly having to battle the forces of gravity, mm-hmm. which has been coined gravitational stress as of late, which isn't something that's commonly talked about or thought of as a stressor. But if we think about it, imagine how hard our spinal cords are in our muscular skeletal system are working even in this moment. I know not very hard compared to all the other exercise that we do, (laughs) but even just in this moment, there's an absurd amount of stress and tension in my muscular skeletal system even just to stop my head from just drooping to the side and to stop me from slumping out of this chair <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's all inner tension um, that our bodies are holding on to and we give ourselves the opportunity and we give ourselves permission to unplug from all that and go into something like a zero gravity reduced stimulation float tank we can go in there and we're not getting inundated with 10 million bits anymore in fact, it's going down to just about zero. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not even a sensation of touch in there. We're not having to constantly battle the force of gravity like we've been having to do from the moment we were born. Um, you're actually laying in a true zero gravity solution, which is totally unlike laying on a mattress at the end of the night where there's thousands of springs and pain points that are cutting off your microcirculation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, like we see, because when we go into a true zero gravity environment, what we see is this huge increase and in surge in things like oxygen flow and blood flow and microcirculation to virtually every part of the body, which is incredibly healing for thousands of ailments. And that's just one of the main pieces. So again, we have when we talk about the benefits of floating, those are two main ones, the sensory deprivation where again, now our our nervous system can transition to a parasympathetic state. And now our consciousness and our awareness isn't being pulled into the external world. Mm You know what I mean? When we're constantly being fixated and fascinated by something, our awareness and our consciousness being pulled out here. But when there's none of that, we can kind of take our power back in a way. And now we have so much more consciousness and awareness to put towards whatever it is we really truly have to do. And oftentimes that's relax, it's recover, it's de-stress, it's heal better than ever before. And uh, yeah, so really when we talk about the main benefits of floating, I like to sum it up in three pillars. The zero gravity solution and all the benefits we get from that. Mm-hmm. The All the benefits we're reaping from the reduced sensory environment and the sensory deprivation and then all the benefits we're getting from the magnesium that we're absorbing transdermally through the skin because while all that's going on we're soaking it up through the skin we're breathing it in again we talk about a salt cave or a nebulizer but while you're in a a big pod like that full of a thousand pounds of magnesium salts that's all in the air and everything there's Mm -hmm. way more salt in that thing than you're getting in most salt caves and you're breathing it in also it's being absorbed through your backside um yeah so it's like a magnesium bomb in there as well (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it okay so we'll as we wrap up here we'll come back to like how people can learn more about your pods and i wanted to ask about your pool too because that's something i may have to invest in in the future but uh a few other things that you can do with the salts because i've found so many uses including 
I have little succulents I like to grow and I read somewhere that they do well with magnesium. So I took some of your flakes. I had this couple of succulents that weren't doing so well. I put some flakes on there and then the next day they were like, hello. And they were so happy. And I was like, wow. Hey, look at me. And not only me, I, I don't just benefit from them. The plants do too. So, and I know you had mentioned things about um, the magnesium and the potassium being together and with the boron, the source of boron, those are powerful testosterone boosters. So you've got a blend of salts here that could really do a number on somebody with low testosterone. For sure. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm glad you, glad you pointed that out and glad you're giving the plants some love too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I feel after every foot soak. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah but yeah, the, uh, the transdermal and topical boron is so beneficial for so many things. Um, yeah, I'll share one other with you. I know a lot of times, even in um, emergency rooms now, they're they're using topical boron. For example, my sister had gotten a severe spinal surgery a few years back, and she has a scar from the, the bottom of her neck all the way to the her tailbone. You know, and a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll take a topical boron solution and rub it on the wounds, and they're able to speed up the recovery time of these wounds by like four or five times wow. which is ridiculous yeah but uh but yeah topical boron so great especially for our hormones like free testosterone levels where there's been a, a couple different studies now that shows seven days of consecutive floating or not floating or soaking in a <laughs> in a transdermal boron solution over doubled free testosterone levels in just seven days um so yeah, it's a really powerful medicine and obviously magnesium has a lot of benefits on testosterone and our hormones as well, as you're well aware. But um, but yeah, for tes testosterone, that's a, it's a really powerful blend there. Oh yeah. Because if you're high performance individually, you got to have your testosterone, whether you're male or female, because that is your motivation to get in the gym or get outside and do things and feel good doing it. So now going back to the succulents, could is this something we can sprinkle over a garden too? If somebody's growing a garden, would that benefit if we do some of these vitality salts in there? A hundred percent. Yeah. It's funny. So that there was a, a, a landscaper entrepreneur that had come to me lately and he was seeing, it was cool. I love to hear this because we always talk about how the soils are so mineral depleted and magnesium depleted. And he was looking to see if he could kind of like wholesale source our salts to blend with um, the soil and um, different kinds of mulch that he was offering his clients has like a mineral rich soil, uh, which is cool. But yeah. Now the plants love it. The people love it. And uh, I feel great with it. Yeah, me too. All right. Okay. So yeah, we'll tell the that. listeners where they can find you. And also you've been very generous to offer a promo code. They can use my name, J-O-D-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E, that's Jodell. And they can go to the link I'm going to put in the show notes. But like, where can they learn more about you? Because you do some coaching too, yeah? Yes. Yes. Appreciate you bringing that up. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyone listening to this podcast feel free. Um, you, you can find our stuff at maxvitality.co. So .co. If you go to the salt section there, see all about our vitality salts. We talked so much about today with the magnesium chloride and the boron and the potassium bicarbonate. Um, that's totally infraceuticalized and blasted with all those powerful frequencies <laughs> we talked about. Um, yeah, use all caps, Jodel in there and you guys get 10% off 
which is great. Um, but yeah, you guys can can stay up to date with what we're doing. Follow me on Instagram too. Um, we're, we do a lot of our work at Max Casa. If you're on there, M A X X C A S A. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff. You'll see on the site. We got a bunch of different services. You'll see like our float tanks on there. If anyone pops on there, you'll see our salts. You'll see the coaching that we have. We do a lot of different high performance coaching there. We help people um, not just optimize their mineral levels, but um, connect with their inner being and live a more conscious, high vibe life. Um, and yeah, so if anyone's interested in that, um, definitely help, hit me up on the site there. We can get you set up. And then we also got a bunch of products like you got on your site where Max recommends page. It's got a bunch of cool products on there. You'll actually find that infraceutical device we talked about if anyone's looking to supercharge their water and maybe cut some some of their monthly bills on supplements <laughs> just get the, get the, i make a joke i save 700 dollars in supplements every month <laughs> well, you know? you'd be surprised how many supplements people take so. <laughs> for real for real um, and then the pool, like one last question about your pool. So I, at some point when I build a house, I want to put a pool in, but I want it grounded. Like I want it to, I want to feel the grounding effects of being down in the ground pool. Does your pool do that? Can it, is it like, or what is it made up of to where it, could it be grounded? For sure. Yeah, it definitely can be grounded similar to, uh, excuse me. Yeah. It's like a, a nine foot by seven foot wide rectangle. Mm-hmm. Um, can be used for indoor or outdoor use, but usually you just put it in. You can definitely put it right in the ground there. A lot of people, you don't have to. It's almost it almost comes similar to a, a freestanding hot tub in a way where all the plumbing's built into it already. Mm-hmm. So if someone wanted to excavate and dig out a little hole, they can definitely put that right down there. Or sometimes they put it um, in a deck or something like that. But um, but yeah, all the plumbing's totally self-contained. And again, then it just fills with 150 gallons of reverse osmosis water and thousand pounds of therapeutic grade magnesium salt and <laughs> plug it in, get your float on and have, have some, some healing. And is the salt already built into the pump that pumps it into this, the whole water system? So usually we, we supply 20, 50 pound bags of our vitality salts with uh, a tank purchase. So someone purchases a tank, they get the startup kit has all the tools they need to clean and use the tank. And then also the a thousand pounds of vitality salts mm-hmm. comes right with it. And they were just whatever, cut off the top of the 20 bags and put it in. And then, uh, and then we have, we supply a reverse osmosis water filter. They screw onto the end of the hose and fill it up. It takes like 10 minutes to fill it with 150 gallons, mm-hmm. put the salt in, plug it in and get your float on. Oh my gosh, that's on my list. <laughs> that's it. awesome. And then to progress, you just keep buying the salts when you need them, right? Yeah, you'd be shocked though. Like with our with the filtration system in there, you, most people you just click a button, um, either on your phone or manually on the back of the tank mm-hmm. um, after you get out of your session, and it will filter all that salt water solution through UV and ozone and a micron yeah. filter. Um, so. The idea is that as long as you do that and you run it for 10 or 15 minutes after each float mm-hmm. and granted that like you're going into the tank semi-clean, ideally you rinse off before, right. <laughs> you know, uh, that the same saltwater solution should last at least two to 
two to four years before having to be replaced. Absolutely. Wonderful. That's awesome. I had no idea about that. That's so yeah. cool. Okay. It's yeah. on my list for sure. One last question is I, I ask every guest this, and this is just one of my favorite quotes is by Audrey Hepburn that says, I believe that every day should have at least one exquisite moment in it. So Max, what is your exquisite moment today? It's a beautiful question. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Actually, try to make as many of them as exquisite as possible right but um with that said one that um stood out today was that's why i dropped dropped my seven-year-old off at camp this morning um she was going to like uh yeah so they do all sorts of things like they it's like february break up here so they do all sorts of swimming and um just connecting we actually homeschool or unschool her Um, (laughs) oh that's awesome that's great how many, how many do you have? Just the, the eight-year-old? Just the eight-year-old girl, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to hear how that's how that's been going for you as yeah. well. But uh, yeah, so it's cool. Since we're on this break, we want to get her down with the camp and with other kids her age and get that social aspect in, which is so incredibly important. It's something she craves so much, you know? But um, yeah, so after I dropped her off, I guess my mom was down at the the gym. It's like a, kind of like a country club type thing. Mm-hmm. and she was down there and my daughter didn't know that she was there as well so she was kind of like just watching her there with the kids playing in the pool mm-hmm. and she just said um she was just highlighting like oh like I was watching Sammy and she didn't know I was there but she was having so much fun and like she was like talking with the other kids and like jumping up and down she was so excited and playing in the pool and um yeah it was just something that that touched my heart a little bit more than the most moments. So I'd call it exquisite. I love that because being a parent of an only child, you, you get it that they need that social interaction so much. And so when you see them get to do that and you see their, they just light up, it just warms your heart. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to make more play dates for you. I'm sorry. For sure. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I want, I want to ask too, um, whether it's on air or off air, um, how the homeschooling has been for you and your child it's actually it's really fun we put on like a different hat for each other like all of a sudden I become like teacher mode but yet Mm -hmm. we do a lot of stuff outside of books like we have some books that we do I don't follow a set curriculum I just find something that resonates with her she loves sea creatures she loves any animals Mm -hmm. so I find anything that has to do with that and then I make I make it about experiencing the learning more than just writing it down you know like I try to make it an experience I have no idea what I'm doing I've never done this before. <laughs> but I figure I try to approach whether it's a client or my kid or, or my friend or whoever it is I try to approach it with how would I want this person to talk to me and help me like what would what would help me learn better or what would be something that you know do unto others as you would have them do unto you you know so so that's how that. I try to live by that. I don't know if I'm doing it right, but she seems to be doing all right with school. So we'll we'll take it. <laughs> no, I'm sure she's doing great. Sure she's doing great. But yeah, no, it's good fun. Like I have no idea what I'm doing either. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, just being there present and mindful and conscious is uh is the mo- the most you could ask from any any educator. 
Yeah, you know? it goes by so fast childhood. And so I'm I'm honored that I get to be now her teacher too and help her learn and get to spend a lot of time with her. So, yeah. And sometimes we feel out to other people. Like I have a couple in my, a couple of aunts in my family that are retired teachers. So we get on mm -hmm. Zoom and they have their little like social studies session with her. And another one does French and another one does, you know, whatever. And so it's that way she gets to actually learn from people in my, in our village too, you know, like the people mm -hmm. that taught me get to teach her kind of thing. So no doubt. Yeah, that's, that's really beautiful. where it's at that's is awesome. keeping that village, you know, as what raises your child. It takes a mm -hmm. village to raise a child. So yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. That's beautiful. And we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll keep on it. Yeah. Yeah, if, for uh, sure. I love when I meet a fellow homeschool dad. I know, mom, right? So that's Let's great. go. Let's go. I love <laughs> it. It's good fun. It's well, good. Thank fun. you so much, Max. This has been awesome to talk with you. We'll definitely have to do this again. And I'm going to order me a bag of salt soon because I'm down to like an eighth of mine left. So I got to stock go. back up because this is my new go-to magnesium. So I appreciate you creating it. And I've got my, your pool on my list. So. All right. We'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll go right next to the, the one out back. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one's temporary, so I can't claim this one. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair All right. Enough. Thanks again, Max. Pleasure. Good. Good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye for now. I want to assist you on your health journey. I want to unlock your potential and help you become the best version of yourself. If your sleep is off, if your stress eating is high, if your energy is low and your gut is irritated, I would love to help you repair, relax, rest, and reignite your passions for life. I offer nutrition therapy and lifestyle coaching worldwide via Zoom, FaceTime, or Google Meet, and I believe in your bio-individual needs. No two persons need the same protocol. So as a nutrition detective, I will ask you a slew of questions to get to the why of your health conditions and provide solutions, tips, recommendations to fit your unique needs and your lifestyle. So if you're ready to get fit with Jodell, just give me an email quickly. It's getfitwithjodell at gmail.com. You can find that in the link to the show notes. And let's get you on the path to feeling your most optimal self. So you're dealing with late night sugar cravings, are you? Well, you're not alone. A lot of people are. And it's because of all the blue light stimulation after the sun goes down. Did you know that blue light can actually make you crave carbs after the sun goes down due to the stress from releasing cortisol? It's telling your brain this is noon and yet we've already had a noon today. So release cortisol because we don't know why there's so much blue light now that the sun has gone down. So a really easy fix to help your body stave off those sugar cravings and feel more optimal is with blue light blocking glasses. Now I have the day blockers on to where when I'm on my computer during the day, I can block any excessive blue light that I don't need. The sun gives us the perfect amount of blue light, but sometimes our devices have excessive amounts and that can lead to chronic sleepless nights and it can lead to a little bit more cravings for sweets and carbohydrates than we're used to. Then after the sun goes down, I put on my amber or reddish orange colored blue light blocking glasses that tells my brain this is night. It's time to wind down, release melatonin, not have any cravings because we're getting close to bed. So just by getting your light right, you can actually get your cravings right. So I want you to go to Swanwick Sleep. The link is in the show notes and you're gonna use my code FITFOR10, that's F-I-T-F-O-R, the number 10, and save 10% off your purchase 
purchase of blue light blocking glasses either day or night whatever it is that you need but I highly recommend at least starting with the nighttime ones to end those sugar cravings or those little pesky like I need to sneaky snack at night cravings they also have incredible anti blue light bulbs for your your home lights as well as an anti blue light night light if you have children or you yourself like to have night lights in the house this doesn't emit any blue light it's dimmable it can be brighter or dimmer um, and it's wonderful to help children prevent myopia because if children are exposed to blue light after the sun goes down at a very young age they can start to de develop the risk for myopia or nearsightedness and there's published studies that show this so make sure that you check out the link in the show notes and use my code fit for 10 to save yourself 10% off of either the glasses or the bulbs or the blue, the blue anti-blue light um, nightlight or all of the above because in any world when we get our light right we're going to get our bodies right are you experiencing hair loss hair thinning hair shedding what do all these have in common too this is important to know it could be your thyroid or even a gut dysbiosis where you aren't absorbing your minerals and your vitamins and so while you definitely need to address it from the inside first and I'd love to help you with that too as I specialize in thyroid issues you can also start using a really great line of natural hair care products from a company that I love called Buffalo Gal now while you always want to go to the gut first you can definitely have these products on hand because these are formulated with ingredients that actually work from the scalp level and with things like MSM and hyaluronic acid you're going to get results using products uh, that actually have medicinal purposes in them at the topical level so their MSM shampoo bar lathers so well when I use it and it gives me body and versatility in my hair because I could go straight I could go curly but it also gives me a really clean scalp and their hyaluronic conditioning bar it detangles my hair which my hair is really long and really thick so it gets really tangly it keeps my curls in place and I can't say enough about their sea salt hairspray it comes in a glass bottle oh my gosh like what company makes a glass bottle hairspray and it also gives you that kind of beachy tousled sea salt in your hair look which I love they only use ingredients that are 100% safe all-natural organic centering around their artisanal multi-species grass-fed tallow they use a lot of this buffalo and beef tallow in their products and every single ingredient has a specific and important healing role in their formulation so I love that because while you definitely want to go at it from a gut level and a thyroid level you also want to go at it topically with ingredients that actually do something in the scalp so you can get yours at the link provided in the show notes with Buffalo Gal Grassfed, and you're going to use my code Jodell, J-O-D-E-L-L-E, to get 15% off your purchase of their shampoo bar, their conditioning bar, the sea salt spray. They've got skincare, really great products that I know you're going to love and your body's definitely going to benefit from.